guys, this is Angie H, and welcome to Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. This is your weekly dose of tea where we dive right into holistic health, societal issues, and even a platform that gives you that motivation and inspiring thoughts that would help you see the rainbow even in your darkest cloud. So I want you to sit back, grab that cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Hello, guys, and welcome to Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. I am your host, Angie H, and let's get into it. First of all, let me apologize if to you I sound like a 13-year-old boy going through puberty. I live in North Carolina. You never know what kind of weather you're going to get, so I have this whole nasal thing popping off. Um, No, I don't have the corona um, or Budweiser virus or flu or anything like that. I do believe it's absolutely the weather, and some places have the air on as soon as it hits 60 i don't know if it triggers the air condition or what but anyway let's talk about hair so i posed a question this week um that talk and my question was why do you feel um that our hair in our natural state offends people what what is it about our hair that gets people so upset and then i you know i shared a picture that it was a girl um and she had blown her hair out and it was a cartoon picture and then the other side of her hair was her natural locks her fro um in its natural state and it was comments surrounding this picture like when it was straight oh my gosh are you what are you are you what are you mixed with are you black oh your hair is so pretty i didn't even know you were black it was all these different positive things when it was straight then when you look on the other side of the picture in her afro her natural state the questions were are you african do you speak african your hair looks so nappy and so that just made me think of everything that we are seeing in media um about young girls and boys being discriminated against because of their hair um they can't participate in their graduations um, to a place and to a point that our children are having an issue with their hair. Um, and and my thing is, what is it? I mean, one of my, um, Janetta, one of my Facebook friends, she said, it's ignorance. It's in- ignorance and we have been brainwashed to think that straight hair is the best hair. Um, Chris Rock did a movie years ago, Good Hair. Um, where he had he's seen what women go through to straighten their hair to have their hair look a certain way Um, from the part of the Indians growing out their hair to sell their hair to be put into wigs and weaves and different things like that but then when he came around with the thicker tight coil hair it was like oh we can't do nothing with that and it it is sad but I am loving the movement of everybody returning I won't say going going natural because we were natural before we started processing our hair so returning back to our natural state um I've I've been in my natural state for a long time um but I still had chemical in my hair because I would always dye it everybody that know me know that I'm kind of bold and loud even if I don't use my voice 
Um, the reason why I say that because I rocked every color you can think of from blues to pinks to reds to orange. I mean, whatever it was, but I had to bleach my hair to get it to that state. So, uh, about a year ago, so I'm coming up on two years, about a year ago, I shaved my hair off. Um, and I had a fade my hair to see my hair. Now you wouldn't know that I only cut it off a year and a half, maybe a year and a half ago. Um, it is so thick um, and it is so long to the point that I can pull it up in a ponytail. I can tie my head wrap on and I had the little, you know, ladies that had to, that when we wear our head wrap, we wanted to stand up like the girls with all the hair. So we had to put those fillers in there. So to stand up, boo, got a ponytail now. She can stand her own wrap up. <laughs> but I remember being in the work field. And I would wear my natural hair. I would um, twist it out so it'd be curly. Or I would just wear my fro. Um, and then one day I came into work and it was blown out. Because I blow my hair out once a year just so that I can make sure that I've been clipping my ends properly. And um, just to see the length and make sure that it's healthy. So once a year I blow my hair out. One of my co-workers, one of my Caucasian co-workers, when I blow my hair out, oh my gosh, this is so pretty. This looks so much better. I like your hair so much better when it's straight. I don't I don't like it when it's in how you wear it, normally wear it. I said, well, you're just going to have to deal with this for a week or so because I'm going back to my natural hair. But that is just what we, we deal with when we return back to our natural hair. And my question is, Why? Um, I feel that it's a symbol, especially in like an older culture. It's a symbol of power. Um, you got to think that we are bold. We are powerful. Um, and then my cousin Crystal, she commented like, we are so versatile and we are able to do anything with the hair that that too can come off um, offensive to people. Um, it's our boldness. It's our natural. Um, we we exude magic. <laughs> um, and not every not every race of people have an issue with it. But I find that lately is, oh, we can't hire you because of your hair. Oh, no. You know, these young men can't, can't graduate because of their locks. But they're succeeding. They're excelling in every area. We are doing things that are unheard of. We are breaking records. We are making a name for ourselves as a culture that now our hair is scary. Um, we should change our hair. So it causes some women, and I know that a lot of women wear wigs and weaves for protect their styles because they want to protect their natural hair. Um, but some sometimes we we take on the pressures of the world um, in the European culture that we feel that we have to blow our hair out and stuff in order to fit in or in order to compete with our counterparts so we will take away or dim our light because we don't want to be different and we don't want to look different so now we're sitting and we're looking at our hair as if it's a bad thing or it's a curse and um unless I present myself in a way that doesn't offend people I will get farther ahead well we're still not going to be equal parts to the people around us just it's nothing 
to do with our hair alone is simply because of who we are and the color of our skin, period. But we will dim our light just so that we won't shine as bright as to offend someone else. And so that's why I asked that question, like, what is so wrong with our hair that we have to be ashamed of it? And I love the little um, mini movie, Good Hair, um, because it's it showed our youth. It showed our children that it's okay to appreciate the hair that you have. Um, everybody's going to say this is nappy. <coughs> Everybody don't have that. That um, to be them, them curly coils or whatever. Honey, I'm rocking this 4C with gray (laughs) living his best life up in his little ponytail and I'm okay with it but everybody is not that confident I had to I used to dye my hair because I started graying at 21 so I used to color my hair but I also again I'm loud peacock is my spirit animal everybody knows me know that they're that's bold loud catch them wrong they're little vicious that's besides the point not me I'm a sweetheart okay maybe not but (laughs) it depends but I'm great my baby girl our daughter is seven years old she started getting gray hair when she was three I noticed her hereditary um, on both sides of my family especially my dad he explained to me that we gray early um so at three so I'm dying my hair but I want her to appreciate the fact that she's graying. Um, she's seven years old now and has this beautiful salt and pepper hair. It's like a, it's starting to blend in with her dark brown. Um, and so when I made the decision to shave all my hair off, it was simply to to be um, an inspiration because she watches me. She does everything mommy does. She's a mini me. Um and I always wanted a little mini me, but I wanted her to be in a way that she was so much better than me. And she she has this confidence about herself at seven years old that I didn't get until I was an adult. So I was not going to dye my hair as if I was ashamed of the gray and tell her that it was hers was beautiful. So now, mommy daughter, we walking around with this brown and gray hair um, and people stop her all the time to tell her how pretty her hair is and to see if I sprayed it because of my hair like I put some kind of spray and I had to tell them no that's her natural hair (coughs) and I said all that to say kids will appreciate what they see us appreciate and if we begin to appreciate our natural state they will begin to appreciate it And it won't be so conflicting when the world is telling you something is wrong. Because I really feel like um, you got to think about it. The Afro, the Afro pick, the black power, the fist raise um, is something in culture that was defiant. Y'all are not falling in line with what society is telling you to do. Y'all are trying to stand out. Y'all trying to come together and y'all are unifying. Now everybody is returning back to their natural state. You're seeing men with beards. You're seeing men with dreadlocks. Two of my sons have locks. My oldest um, started first. So he had his locks for three and a half years. Um, They were in the middle of his back. They were gorgeous. Okay. He, he's 22 now. So he takes them out 
So now he has his natural curly hair. Now our baby boy, who is 12, he started his lock journey. Um, this is going into his maybe his first second year um, of his locks. We couldn't get this boy hair to grow for nothing. I mean, it it just wouldn't grow. It's, but we made a decision. He told us because we wanted him to make that decision like his brother did. He wanted locks. Now I don't he. He back and forth now. But anyway, he has these locks. His hair is growing. In a year, that's shoulder length. Um, just about shoulder length. And now our middle boy has start, started his lock journey. Um, but we wanted them to make that decision. Um, and now we're seeing that boys can't graduate. They have the grades. But you can't graduate with your locks. You can't wrestle with your locks. We're just going to cut. We need to cut these off. You know how humiliating it is to stand in a ready for a match in front of an auditorium full of people to get your hair cut <coughs> because it offends other people. And people try to justify you need to be neat and things like that. They were neat and they were put up and they were out of the way. But you know how humiliating that has to be to say you can't graduate, you can't do anything. Oh, because you have dreadlocks. You've had them all this time, but now it's offensive. It reminds me, not trying to be deep, not trying to be biblical, <laughs> um, but it reminds me of Samson in the Bible. Samson had hair, his strength, his power, everything lied in his hair. What better way to demean a man than to embarrass him? To take away his power. Cut his hair, cut his strength. Not knowing that everything that is inside of them, not only rests in their hair, but it's in their heart, it's in their soul. But it's just amazing to me that now our natural state is an issue. And it's causing us not to appreciate who we are. Now, like I said, I know we we have to use women. We have to use these protective styles, honey, because the chemicals and everything. And we don't protect our hair, honey. It'll be falling off in the sink. I know before I, you know, cut all my hair off and stuff, I had so much hair in the bathroom. My husband was like, hey, what what you what, what we need to do with this? Like, your hair is shedding all over the place. <laughs> what we going to do? I had chem- so many chemicals and stuff that it was just, I combed it in a shed. Now, I know I've been in cosmetology school. It's supposed to shed so many strands a day. But, honey, my stuff was falling out. But it's not, my whole thing is, if you're going to return to your natural state, be okay with it. Don't ever let anybody tell you why you shouldn't be um, natural. Because they don't like it. Okay. Well, I, I advise you to walk away. Because this is how I'm wearing my hair. Period. I just want us to be confident in our natural hair. So much so that our children won't grow up being brainwashed that it's something wrong if they don't look a certain way. Because people can't accept them for who they are.
we need to be that example of not dimming our lights so that others can shine. If you're not confident to shine on your own and my hair is, is dimming your light, then you need to work on your inner self because my hair has nothing to do with you. It's a rep- representation of who I am. And I do believe that it's the strength and power that come with us being ourselves, our true, authentic selves that offends people. Again, these young men are excelling in sports. They excel not just sports, but they excel in the classroom. They're scholars. And the only thing you can think to demean them is to make them cut their locks because you're offended by it. And I don't think we understand where dreadlocks, it's, it's a Rastafarian movement. It's a religious movement. <clears throat> but in Rastafarian, um, dreadlocks was a representation of the line of Judah. Again, line of Judah is one of the names that God was called. So, it was centered around the Ethiopian flag. Haile Selassie um, is a direct descendant of King Solomon and Queen Sheba. Um, and so what dreads meant to them in that time was dread, fear, or the respect for God. So they grew their hair. Um, and I know my husband was deep he would dug deeper in it because he knows he he my husband researches one thing about my husband he researches everything he knows everything but he already knew about the actual movement um he told me that when holly Selassie got arrested as a as they the soldiers were waiting the people his followers was waiting the men were waiting they allowed their hair to grow to the point that it began to lock again it's a symbolic symbol with line of Judah that was seated around the Ethiopian flag as respect to Haile Selassie and their direct fear um, of God and respect for God. Um, so it's, it's deeper. It's deeper for a lot of people when it comes to their hair, um, being natural, just being proud of who they are. And just because America or society deems it as something um, bad because they don't understand it or because they fear um, that it's a symbol of a rising or a unity of a people. Again, like I said, I have not seen so many people, so many men with locks and beards and Women and okay with their fro, they're okay with their natural hair. They're they're bold and they're vigilant in um, being who they are called to be and who they are. And it's always seeds being planted. For every good thing, there's a bad thing that has been planted to make you think that hey, it, I mean, this don't really look right. It's not appropriate for the workplace, but neat and together are fine that that's work appropriate but their company their rules but you know what sometimes we create our own company we make our own rules 
And that's sometimes what has to happen in order for us to really be ourselves. So I just wanted to just, just, you know, ask, you know, what, <clears throat> what is really the issue? And my take is, it's a symbol of power and togetherness. I could go a lot deeper, but a lot of people don't want to see a race of people actually come together and have their back, have each other back and be supportive. They don't want it. And unfortunately, it's sad, but it's needed for us to just be okay with being ourselves, not going through extreme measures because it makes somebody else comfortable. You're damaging your hair. You're you're not really, you know, feeling like you're yourself because you can't express yourself the way that you want to because you don't know how someone else is going to take it. We're going to be the examples for our girls and our boys. So be your authentic self. And if they can't accept it, then maybe it's not meant for you to be in that circle or in that group. So that's my take on it. But if you stay tuned after the break, I will give you our Black Excellence um, moment. Be right back. Hey guys, Coach Angie here, defining our purpose. What does that mean to you? What does that entail? What does that look like? What do you feel that you may need in order to define your personal purpose? Could it be you need a little inspiration and motivation? Could it be that you need something that's going to help you with your spiritual growth and personal growth? Could it be that you need just a little jump start to begin that holistic health journey that you keep saying that you're going to start? Well, you can find some of these things to help you on my website, www definingourpurpose.com If you click on the DOP tab you can actually find my devotional workbook, Inspirations A-N-N-E-S-P-I-R-A-T-I-O-N-S This is something that helped me in my dark days and I wrote it from a place that I needed um, to find my own personal spiritual growth. Also, you can click on the Niece Charles tab and there you will find my holistic products that I create by hand as well as my coaching and different services that I provide. No matter what you need, just know that you don't have to do it alone. That There is someone that you can talk to and I'm that person if you need me. Definingourpurpose.com is where you can find all the information. Also, Inspirations is also found on Kindle and Amazon. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Thursday Thoughts of a Tea. I'm your host, and this is our Black Excellence 365 moment. And our person of the day is Gwen Jameer. Um, Gwen Jameer is the founder of Naturalicious Hair Products, all natural hair products. Um, her story is simply amazing. So in 2013, she left an abusive marriage. Her and her two-year-old she became a single mom she had nothing um 
and been a survivor of domestic violence and just knowing people that were brave enough to get out it is hard when you're comfortable in a situation you know with having some type of stability even though it was chaotic and crazy that was your normal but to be bold enough to leave and she know she knew that she had to have some type of stability she knew that she had to have some type of income to take care of her, her and her child this woman had 32 dollars she took 32 dollars and bet on herself she invested in herself and created a natural hair product $32. The, that's all she had. And some people probably looked at her like, this, that's all the money you got. You going to spend it? Oh, you going to take a chance? She invested in herself and it paid off. Because in 2015, Jameer became the first African-American woman. So she made history in 2015 to own a patent hair product. Now, a patent means that this lady owns all legal rights to her product. It's nothing nobody can do. It is all hers. So that two years later, after investing $32 and creating a product that is now found all over the world in stores everywhere. In 2015, that $32 investment caused her to make history as being the first african-american woman to have a patent product i think that's amazing and one thing about her products is i know a lot of times we see natural um we have natural and just because it say natural we buy it um so it still could have some chemical in it she tried to use as less as possible and as natural and safe as possible is the story behind her brand so, again, that is Gwen Jameer Naturalicious Hair Products was created and is now history-making product for Miss Gwen Jameer that took a $32 investment and bet on herself, and it paid off. So, got an idea? Take a chance. You never know. It could cause you to make history. Thank you for joining me. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. I hope that you enjoyed the show. If you feel so inclined, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple, TuneIn, and wherever you get your awesome podcasts, and also on Anchor FM. So remember, we're here every Thursday for some much-needed chit-chat over your hot cup of tea.